there's this sense of independence that 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 modern women seem seems to exude that in, that they don't really need a man. Should women be taught that they need a man? Yes. Yeah. Let's talk about this. Yes, you need a man. Women should be taught that women need a man. Absolutely. Yes. So I ask, why? Why? Yeah. Because I feel like I have a difference of opinion. Yo, this is Caesar Walker, the cool, calm, collected one. And I'm Ronnie Gatry, the emotional one. And we are the Tipping Point Podcast, your source for the black male's perspective. Podcast. Peace and blessings, beloveds. We want to thank you guys for tuning in to the latest and greatest episode. Shout out to all of our listeners, both new and old. We appreciate you greatly. Gatry, Black, how are y'all? How are y'all doing, my gentlemen? Uh, it's good to be back. Yeah? Yeah. And, and listeners, I just want you to know, I am the reason for the hiatus I'm going to go ahead and own it. I'm going to go ahead and fall on the sword before you come at my head, Walker. I see you, Eminem and 8 Mile. <laughs> go ahead and go ahead and get to it first before we do. Okay, so uh, my wife and I enjoyed a kid-free spring break. Congratulations, uh, Thank man. you. I thank think you. that deserves a round of applause so, from, from the listeners because they're happy for you. You're stingy with the applause, so I don't know. <laughs> Even though I don't have the soundboard. <laughs> Minor details, like always, with you, Walker. Um, but no, went to the beach. Uh, that was why we couldn't record the first week. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was responsible. I let you and Black know that this was coming up. All right. Sure. Uh, <laughs> the following week was also out of my control, but I'll take the blame anyway because Mother Nature and I talk. So we'd set up another recording, but it was during the day of the tornadoes or whatever the ter- tornadic activity in Jefferson County. So, um, well, in Jefferson County, he was throughout the state. That's true, because Ohachi got some. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, it was a it was a bad day. Tornado watch for most of the day. Yeah. So we made the decision not to record. Um, but again, I, I'm going to take the blame for that too. Why? Why? What happened after that day? <laughs> I don't know. You don't know what happened after that day? It's not important because we could have recorded the next day. We could have. Right. But, um, so why didn't we? We took we took another <laughs> excursion. <laughs> mm-hmm. South. Okay. <laughs> That's not important, Continue. Walker. That's not important. Continue. No, no. Because it's more than one day in the in the week. So let's talk about why we didn't record. What happened after that day? So my wife and I went back to the beach. All right. <laughs> Round of applause again. Listen, Walker. Listen. You don't understand. You don't understand. What I don't understand. What is it that I don't understand? We went eight and a half days with no children. Sure. Right? Yeah. Like, what are you supposed to do? You just ball out. <laughs> well, we I'm money bags, right? <laughs> yes, you are money bag walker. Okay. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, we enjoyed ourselves. We had a great time during our spring break. Bre- spring breaks. Um, but, yeah, we're back in the saddle. I uh, also got my vaccination during during my hiatus. Good for you. Walker. Yeah, I got the shot in the shoulder. 
Um, what else? What else? I think those are the the most notable things. But yeah, I'm feeling good, feeling refreshed. I am so glad to be back here with you guys. I think you, you've heard me say this for the past hour we've been in here. So, um, yeah, feeling good, feeling great. And by the way, if you just so happen to hear background noises like uh, construction noises, adjacent on the other side of the wall of our studio are people working. So. Excuse that noise if you just so happens to pick it up on the podcast. Gotcha. We have no control over that. Nah. Yeah, me and me and Black went over there to say something, and they proceeded to act as though they didn't understand English. <laughs> no habla English. Even though they answered us all the way up to that point. <laughs> <laughs> One more thing, Walker. Go for I it. I looked at my notes, which is always a bad idea. Um, dude, work has been really, really great for your boy. Good for you. In particular, and I, I want to shout her out because she listens. But uh, my boss, in terms of grabbing the bull by the horns, in terms of diversity, inclusion, and equity, racially, uh-huh. she's been making tremendous strides on a corporate level with our parent company in terms of her owning the fact that we've got a lot of work to do, got a lot of room for improvement in terms of aiding our diversity efforts. So you remember we talked about the the Black History Month piece that I showed to both of you. Yeah. This conversation is being continued. So um, I got to shout her out. She is she's putting all the chips on the table. She's being unapologetic, I should say. And uh, it really wants my heart to know we are moving in this direction. So um, I had to shout her out because we had a great talk earlier today. Um, But just very, very proud to work where I work. So, yeah. Good for you. Good for you. And shout out to her. Yes. But enough about me, Walker. What's going on on your side of the table? All is well with me. Um, Yeah, nothing, nothing other than ordinary work has been incredible. Come on. Can you let me finish? No. Okay. Give me sauce. He missed you. Yeah, I really did, Walker. Yeah, I, you have no I, idea. I get that, Walker. You have no idea, no earthly idea. Really? It was uncomfortable how much I missed you. And now I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> just, just saying. No, uh, no, it's good to be back. Um, I've been, man, I've been busy. I've been busy. I actually took a day off today just to recharge. Oh, like wow. it's been, it's been a lot. You know, work wise, you just have those day, those those days. In in between that and War Report is kicking up, it's it's been it's been. By the way, I'm I'm excited about the month of April. Um, Plug if you can. Well, of course we we released a building report. Of course we we have things we released throughout the week. But uh, if you are a pace, you you know if you if you're a member. If you've been checking out the War Report, you we do have paid memberships now, which we're providing great content. Next week, we're actually doing a chop it up with the pro with former Auburn quarterback Chris Todd. Okay, uh, yeah. we did an interview with him a few weeks back, and he's actually agreed to come back on and have fans ask him whatever they want to ask him. Um, so. Yeah, man. That's going to be major. And I'm not even crazy about Auburn football. Yeah, well, we got some other dope stuff coming down the pipeline, man. Okay. I'm, 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 uh, our strength and conditioning, because that's, that's become a thing that we talk about a lot at the War Report. Yeah. So we got former strength and conditioning coach uh, Kevin Yoxel, who we interviewed. That's a three-part series oh to, like, goodness. building rapport. So part two is, by the time you hear this, it'll be out. And that was a great 
a great interview. I enjoyed talking to him. Incredibly humble guy. But the players, former players at Auburn, swear by this guy. Oh, wow. Swear by like they they credit a lot of of their success to him in the weight room and getting them to be able to play at a high level. So wow. yeah, talking to that former coach was 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 amazing. And that's uh crazy. Yeah, man. It's been that's been great. Um work has been good. Uh yes. Got another race. So yes. Um happy about that. Happy about that. I mean nobody's really shocked. <laughs> yeah. So no, so things things have been going very well. Uh, as well as at the house too, man. I mean, me and the wifey. So I guess you know it's always spring break over at our house because we <laughs> we're dinks, right? Sure. <laughs> so, dink, was, dink life, man. Feel free to rub that in my face whenever you have an opportunity. Yeah, no, no. I, I hear kids are a blessing from the Lord. I love so I have, my kids. I love them. No one asked you. <laughs> But kids are indeed a blessing from the Lord. I love them, Walker. I know you do. I love them like they're all they're like. <laughs> I'm glad you can. I'm glad you struggled to get that out. Got a question for you. Sure. Serious question. Yeah. Do you love your kids? <laughs> Absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. Well, that's great, man. So yeah, y'all had a great. So you and wifey had a great time. Ooh, incredible time. And you know, I've talked on on here before about. You get to that period to where you know, and for us, it was like, because we, her, her parents were actually brought them back. So, mm-hmm. so we were, we were somewhere. I think we were out at dinner, out dinner one night, whatever. And it's just like we just wanted to extend that night so much, but we knew like responsibility was in route. But it was still that breaking point that makes you feel guilty after the fact because we were both kind of stalling, right? <laughs> you know. <laughs> It's like, uh, you want to, you want to order another appetizer <laughs> or like I asked my wife, what on this menu do you think it'll take the longest to prepare? I think I should order that <laughs> <laughs> and then send it back. Right. <laughs> right. But no, just trying to really just make, make the most of that time together. So yeah, it's good stuff, man. Good for you. Thanks, Walker. I'm happy to hear that, man. Thanks, bro. As long as the, the trips, as long as it's worth it. <laughs> Your comment on IG was. <laughs> what comment did I leave on IG? You remember I put the picture? Oh, yeah, I do. My I wife know. and I. Yeah. <laughs> for the listeners who didn't see it. Walker, I was, I was so, I was so like, it was such a heartfelt week for me. And I got in my feelings, okay? And, yeah, you um, did. And yeah, I, you did. I rarely, I, I rarely post stuff. I post stories pretty frequently, but I rather have like I, I rarely have organic post. But um, I had a picture of us where I'm embracing my wife, and uh, I had a little caption or something, whatever. And the first first three words couldn't be more true: "Marriage is hard." But anyway, uh, got a lot of love, got a lot of comments, and then this guy, <laughs> amongst all the supportive comments, puts, "Go get a room." <laughs> But I thought it was well played. Though. <laughs> I figured you'd get it because but you just know. know, just know, listeners. It wasn't a risque picture. It was like me half naked or anything. But you know, like nothing that warrants us getting a room. I don't know. You kind of creep me up from behind. I mean, listen, listen. It was a staged picture, Black. Relax. Of okay. you creeping up from behind. It wasn't a creep. Okay. All right. Hey, hey, Ronnie, stand behind your wife. Okay. 
That's how it went? Yeah. Okay, give away all the sauce. I mean, that's not how it was captured in the image, but okay. Did my, wa- my wife seem frightened to you? No, like she was enjoying it too. Do your thing, man. Get a room. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. At any rate, Walker. What else do you it was a, It me? was a nice, heartfelt post. I can tell you were just full of emotion when <laughs> we now saw it. And because we had already talked that week about how great the trip was, I felt yeah, like... Yeah, we did. I you, forgot about that. You already knew how I felt about it. So True. it was just a perfect opportunity for me to tell you to tell you that. That's you, all. You and another mutual friend of ours. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you all for the support. But, uh, That's what you boys are supposed to do. I love it. I love it. I really yeah, do. You're supposed to be all sappy. <laughs> No, 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 no. You let your, the rest of your emotional friends do that for you. Walker, mm-hmm. before we get to talking. Sure. Have you heard Rod Wave's new project? No. Oh, my goodness. No, that's random. But I, I imagine it's great. It is absolutely stellar. Is it? I was telling a homeboy of mine, I was like, Drake needs to drop before I do something stupid. <laughs> so you've been holding out on stupidity? It gets worse. <laughs> Let me know when y'all are done. <laughs> I'm just, I just got questions. That's all. I just want to, just want to make sure for clarity's sake. You haven't done nothing stupid yet. No. But Drake but needs to hurry up before I do. Oof. Before I start, you know, changing the goat talk. What? <laughs> That's how good this album is, man. That's how good. This so album wait a minute. Rod Wave will overthrow Drake for the goat. I'm not saying he will if Drake doesn't hurry up. I'm saying there's a potential because I'm consuming this album at Drake levels. And that's scary to me because usually usually like somebody drops something How new. How do you consume an album at Drake levels? Explain it. Because you can consume an album and then right. consume it at Drake oh, levels. Oh, my goodness. So like, what's Drake levels? Drake level, uh, on repeat consistently. My wife is tired of Rod Wave. Uh, <laughs> on repeat consistently. Because you probably go around singing it and saying oh it, too. Oh, my goodness. You know I'm singing it. So that fly. Is, oh, God. That is so annoying. But go ahead. <laughs> I, I feel for her already. And the fact that I have no relatability to what he's talking about, so what I'm singing does not even apply to me. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure it comes out nothing like how you're hearing it in your head. Of course not. Yeah. But no, uh, the, kid, the kids weren't there, so I'm, I'm blasting at the house. We got this little shower speaker, so I'm listening to it in the shower. Uh, it's just Rod Wave all day. I got the AirPods in, walking around the house. Yeah, so... Just been the, that that that's how I consume Drake content most of the time. It's just like everybody's going to hear it. It's all I'm going to talk about. I'm not listening to anything else for an extended period of time. But normally, I would have put even a great album away by now. But I'm still listening to Rod Wave. Insanely good. Okay. All right. Well, you got your music. Uh, you got your you. music fix in. I did that for you, Walker. Thank you. I, we're, I was, not, we're not a music podcast. Definitely going to ask for it. Okay. But yeah. Okay. Um, well, what are we talking about today? Uh, what's what's on the me. topic? Um, this, you're this, dictating the conversation. Someone, how am I dictating the conversation? Don't worry about that later. Just go with it. What you just say stuff. <laughs> okay. And I expect you to just answer. I do. Just not how you. <laughs> not how you want me to. Well, clearly, that's why, we, that's why I keep coming back because one day you will. Oh, okay. <laughs> How's that going? It's How's that been going? going? Well. <laughs> I started. I'm thinking episode 409. <laughs> I'll finally get there. Maybe. Mm. So in our group chat, which, you know, what, 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 
What's wrong now? What's wrong now? You're about you're about to you're about to fire shots. How do you know? Because because I know this. I can sense this. I can sense you, when you I'm can? about to be attacked. Yes, you can sense. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Is it because you sense when you're about to be attacked, or are you just an easy target? Which one is it? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> In our group chat, certain the someone in this room sent a video. Oh, okay, that did not oh, go ah. well. Okay. Yeah, relax. stop trying to pre- relax, Ronnie. Stop trying to predict stuff, <laughs> okay. dude. Just relax. Well, that's normal. <laughs> <laughs> just be yourself on edge. Okay. All right. Uh, a video of Shaharazad Ali. Uh, Basically making some general statements just about what she's seeing. And then I guess it's a, it's a playoff of the clip with like Cardi B um, and the hit song she did with uh, I'm fat and Meg I'm, and I don't cook or something like that. I don't. Yeah, I don't clean. I don't cook. But let me. Sh- yeah, I don't, I don't cook. I don't clean. But let me show you how I got this ring. Yeah, yeah that's it. That's right. It. Okay. So. Yeah, she made some comments, and it's a it's a it's a lengthy it's a lengthy video. Yes, it's a lengthy video. I'm not gonna play a lot of it, but you you listen you listen you heard it I all to right it in its entirety. Black, you heard it. Yeah, I did. Are you surprised he heard it in its entirety? You look surprised. Yeah. Let's go. Let's start there. Why are you surprised that that he heard it all? Because there was no there was like radio silence after it was posted for a few days. But to, after you and I had a conversation about yeah. it. What were you doing when we had that conversation? Did you see those texts? Eventually. <laughs> Y'all must have said that during spring even, break. I Y'all said it during spring break. I know you did. Because I, I, was, I wasn't doing anything. That was this week. No! Are you serious? Are you being serious? Yes! Y'all said, Y'all said that during spring break. Tell me you're joking. I'm serious. No, just a few days ago. Just a few short days ago. Yes. I, like, to me, I just wonder why we even have a group chat. Don't do this. I am starting to question don't, that. Don't. Don't. Because I thought we of... Need, I, I we th- need the group chat. For what? <laughs> <laughs> For what? It's not important right now. So he can let us know when he's no, on vacation. No, it's never important, Gatry. That's when my you, point. Why do we need, need the group chat? When you need to know why we need it, you'll know. We need it to know when he's on vacation. Y'all, but y'all, y'all around here acting like I go and, on vacation and, every week. And when are we going to meet at the studio, which is the same freaking time <laughs> every week. Right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> gotcha. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> and I started to get extra petty, but I was like, he could be busy, even though he has committed to be at, at the studio at that time. I was going to say, yeah, me and Black will be there. Do, wait, did I ask what time we're going to meet? Do you want me to pull the receipts? Do you? When do you look in this group chat? Do you just do you just text into an empty vacuum and hope it gets to us? Well, when I started texting y'all, y'all ghosted me. Like y'all, I felt like y'all had another conversation outside of the group chat. Like, yeah, we about to ghost <laughs> He has all his technology. We can't check a date. That's a that's that's splendid, splendid, beautiful. What you got, Gatry? What you got, Gatry? I, it's not. This isn't important. This doesn't help us with Shalahi Halahalahi. <laughs> the lady's name is Shahrazad Shahrazad Ali. What? How is that different? From what I just said. You were speaking was, in tongues. 
It was yesterday at 11 o'clock. Wow. No, that's when I responded. Let me scroll up. Whoa. No, dude, you can't send this on Tuesday. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't know you weren't supposed to text on Tuesday. No, you could text him, but don't expect much from me on Tuesday. Tuesday's a long day at work for me. Because that was can we, spring break. No, it wasn't spring break. I was can, we, can we give you, can we tell you a secret? Sure. We don't expect a lot from you. <laughs> no, no, I don't want to hear any secrets anymore. <laughs> Okay. I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> You're feeling triggered. <laughs> Can we get to the clip? Do you feel from valid? Shabazz Muhammad? <laughs> That's not funny. That's not funny. What's it's funny, but it's not funny. What's her name? It's funny, but it's not funny. <laughs> Can you cue me, please? If you are cute. I don't feel cued. Am I am I am I Bluetooth in? Yeah, we're you're illuminated. How's your volume on your phone? You can't do anything. And they think that's cute because we don't have mothers in the community anymore as much teaching how to cook. We buy everything out. We don't know what we eat. Snails, raccoons, squirrels. We don't know how to identify meat. Okay. So that's the beginning of the clip, but here she goes. I've been made to hate each other. And uh, the other reasons is that every problem that the white woman has had with the white man, they have pushed those issues on us, or we have adopted yeah. those issues and decided that that was our problem too. When I yeah. keep saying that we don't have nothing to do with the white woman and what she got going with her man, we trying to deal with our own. And as a result of our frustration and our anger, uh, many of our men have left us to go to women of other nationalities because they feel like they can get along with them better. It's not because they're better women, but they haven't suffered the same kind of traumas that we have from childhood growing up, what we saw, what we did, and all of the things we had to go through. And so their mood is better. They ain't mad all the time like us. You know, we be uptight. We have unrealistic expectations, you know, and the unrealistic expectations has been our downfall. We have made up ideas about what a relationship and a husband or a man is supposed to be like. You know, we don't mind having a man long as he don't act like a man. You know, we could be with him, but if we start coming up in that kind of give some instructions or say how he wants things or what we supposed to do, oh, we go get everybody in. Oh, no, you trying to tell me what to do. Somebody. <laughs> All right. All right, that's a little bit of it. She it's goes a, on for she goes on for minutes. another. And she sounds like Wanda Sykes when she speaks. I hear that too. I can hear some Wanda. I, in I there. can hear a little Good Wanda call, in Black. it. Good call. Okay, guys. All right. All right. The 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 overall gist of it. The overall gist of it was basically a woman, a black woman speaking to black women, right about relationships and and what works in all in, in relationships what was your thoughts when you heard it man um my immediate thoughts were i'm glad there's a woman making or starting this conversation because these are <clears throat> i feel like these are a lot of concerns that we as black men have but we're kind of stifled in communicating those because you're liable to get your head cut off in terms of women voicing their angst about it. Why is that? Just, just Ooh, can I just go? That's why we're here. <laughs> okay. Mics are on. I just feel like socially we've created this environment to where it's essentially blackmail bashing. Hmm. Okay. 
dudes ain't this, dudes ain't that. And then when the question presents itself, well, but what about the good brothers out here? People want to fall asleep. Right. So I don't feel like, and, and we're in a society that praises negative stuff. Sure. We may be doing sure. that to a degree right now, right? Yeah. Maybe. So I blame some of that on, on American society now. Okay. Right? All right. So, but, but, but I applaud. I, I think she's extreme on a lot of stuff, but. What's she, what do you think she's extreme on? I, I've never eaten snails. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> but don't knock it till you try it. True. Um, Not that I've tried it, but I'm just saying. She she also, and it was it was interesting hearing a woman say this, but she also did a little bit of body shaming on women, talking about how women are getting fatter. She said men were too, but she said in general, gosh, the construction. She said in general, women are getting fatter and not caring about we would love to tell you that they're building a new studio for us, but that's not the case. <laughs> well, Continue. Now that you let the cat out of the bag. <laughs> she was saying how like women, I may be getting my uh, my YouTube's mixed up, but I know it seemed like she was saying that like women are bigger now, but they're rebranding it as being still being beautiful and attractive. Like, right. It needs to be accepted now that we're bigger. I thought I thought that was a little extreme. I did elaborate. Um. So, so, and I feel, I feel like I can say this and be okay. My wife now is dealing with body image issues. All right. She never had those until we started having kids. Okay. Generally speaking for a woman, for most women, it's hard to rebound after having it. Right. Is my wife heavier since, since she's had kids? Yeah. But I'm still I still think my wife is over the moon gorgeous. Okay. Right? She hears that from me to the point to where it makes it uncomfortable sometimes for her. But she's gonna know how I feel about her. I'm not gonna as, sh- as she should. Yeah, but I'm not gonna sit here, especially me with my size, and say and and criticize you because you've played a, a very valuable role in the expansion of our family. And I know that's part of the a big part of the reason. I'm not gonna sit here and shame you because you put a couple more pounds on. Well, that, I don't think that's what the shaming is there. Well, how, I think that's how different. Else, how else are women putting on weight? Well, she was explaining in her video about the diet. Like women don't cook traditionally like they used to. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, now, we, now that that I agree with and her. And that, that that's so. So the factor. body shaming. What you're talking about is your wife in a relationship where she's given she's given birth to children in a marriage. I applied it to my situation. Don't do that. So we're speaking generally here. So she's speaking generally because she's speaking to a lot of single females. Is she really? Look at it in that context. Yes. yes. I miss that. I miss she's that. speaking in, in context to, to single women because, again, you're talking about the men bashing. A lot of that is coming from women who are dating, who are single, who are dating black men. Okay. And so when you look at the you look at a woman like um, Lizzo. Right. You look at women like that who 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 are overweight, who are looking for a man and saying, I'm sexy. I'm da 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 da. That's great to have the confidence. Right. Right. We're not here to destroy your confidence. Right. We're not here to crush your soul. But you do need to be cognizant of the fact that you weigh or you are of a certain size that could lead to health complications down the road because that can cause problems even with if you want to have children. That could be some issues there. So what we're not going to do, 
yes, we'll celebrate your confidence, but we're not going to overlook the fact that what you're doing to yourself, we're not going to celebrate that because that could lead to some health complications for you that you will have to deal with. And, and I think that's one of the big things that she's talking about there. Okay. So I took that out of context. Then. I, I would think so. Don't, I wouldn't like no one shaming your wife in that regard. Okay. So don't take it. I wouldn't take it that way. Okay. What did you get from it? Uh, black. Cause you saw it and you saw that video and you sent it to us. Right. So what, like what, as a single male, like what did that, what do you take from that? The overall with that video? You feel uh, like that video is necessary? I believe it is, but also it kind of like remind. It, it's like it's a a different delivery method than what Kevin Samuels is doing. But this, but it's kind of like the same things. Like I think it's what he says. Like non traditional women want traditional men, and they're not mm. doing all the things that a traditional man would want. That's good. Yeah. So that's what I took from it. Yeah. Wait, yeah. run that back. You said non-traditional women? Like the women of today, they're not like the women of, our, like our mothers. It's a new breed, yeah. Yeah, so they, they're they different, but they still want a traditional man. Do they even want a traditional man? Hell, come on, Walker. Hey, it's almost like they want a hybrid, right? Because they want them, because the traditional man wasn't making a lot. And they want that traditional, They again, they want him to evolve as well. We're talking about single women, right? I just want to make sure single I stay in the women. right context. Single women. Okay. Okay. Single women. You can cook. You can cook. Go ahead. <laughs> no, nah, I just, I want to make sure my no, brain's on the right. Because, and, the reason, and, and here's the thing. I feel like women like this are necessary because I feel like we've gotten away from allowing the old, like people from, from, from the older generations to actually teach us. And instru- you think, you think that woman knows more about men black men and how to cohabitate with a black man than society is able to teach you. Do you think that woman has a lot more wisdom and insight on I, black men? Walker, I do, but I think she has more wisdom and insight on a dated black man. Okay. She's an older woman. No, no, Well, is, I don't, is it, is, does she? Cause a lot of what she said resonated with you. It did. But where's her experience coming from? I guess where's her experience coming from? I mean, her own personal life and experiences from decades ago. But it still applies to you. Is it really some, dated? Some of it. Is it really dated? Now, who says it's dated? Now, that's a good question. Who says it's dated? Are we, are, okay, okay, all right, okay, all right, yeah, okay, okay. Who says it's dated? Okay, we've talked about we talked about how women sure are different now. Why men are, they, are as well? How so? How so? We're three men in a studio podcasting. Sure. You think that's happening in the 60s and 70s? No. no well, Podcasting you, you st- existing. Let, let me go. Let me go. Let me go. We're three men in here talking about the value of mental health. Okay. One of the things that, that resonates on, on this podcast. Okay. You think men were talking about that? Sure. We evolved, but have your needs changed? Like, are you still the head of the household? Like, the women submitted to their men back then. They aren't. They weren't trying to be equal to a man back then. Okay. Yes. Where is that coming from? My point. My point is, where is that coming from? And that's why I think she's valuable. And I think that 
we need to go back to listening again as 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 the three of us men in here if the goal i don't know what your goal is black i'm not gonna put this on you but just i'm gonna stick with me and 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 get here as married men i love listening to older married happily married men give me the game on marriage and how to be how to be a great husband to my like there's there are older men i can go to who are who have the experience the wit they they've been ahead of me they know hey there's a pothole up ahead you need to watch out for that they can tell me because they've been ahead they've been they've been further down the road than i have right so i think for as valuable as those men are for us there are women in our community who can speak to younger females because they they ain't nothing new under the sun. Yes, we evolve and change with the times, but our needs expect in, in relationships, what makes us work, what we respond to, that has not changed. That's a fact, Walker. That has not changed. I reluctantly give you that. And society is trying to project new standards onto women that's making it difficult to navigate in dating relationships is my point. Unpack that. Okay. The values again, society, and you already said it. Society is telling women to focus on the issues and error errors of men and black men. Okay, right? Yeah. Now, really? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so they want us to focus on that, but there's no focus on you and your personal growth. To the point to where a lot of black women, modern black women today who are single, have a hard time accepting constructive criticism, period, especially from a black man. And I speak that generally speaking, of course, but there, you again, it's almost like you have to lump black men into the conversation in order for them to listen because society has conditioned society has pandered to women in a way to not take responsibility for the things that are within their own control i'll give you an example i got a homeboy of mine i told him several weeks back a few months back now i'm so proud of him he's he's making a lot of money but he has invested in his physical health and in his mental health he goes to therapy and i've seen his maturation i've seen him evolve in the past few relationships he's dating a girl now he appears to be real happy but two girls before him he dated they have mentioned to him that they thought that they did a good job of communicating until they met him right so what happened is they have been dating dudes who were either immature Hadn't developed themselves And the focus was on them And their immaturity Now they ran across him And all of a sudden They are exposed For their issues One girl even undermined the relationship Because of her insecurities Right So what I'm saying is is Society tells black women Tells women Hey Black men do this. Black men do that. Black and 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 she said in the video, if you listen to it, 
black men, a lot of black men are broken. We know that. Yes. Right? Yeah. That's a given when you consider the history of what has happened in this country and how that has impacted the black family, how that has impacted the black man. You look at who's in our prisons. You look at who's on drugs. You look at those things. You look at who's being targeted by police. We have been inflicted with a lot of trauma. So, of course, that affects us in every other area of life. You look at unemployment, you look at all of this, black like it's almost like we are on the hit list of society. So obviously we may be a bit off when it comes to other areas like relationships and this this sort of thing. Generally speaking, okay. right? Okay. So we know that, but what I'm saying is you are still responsible as a as a woman for your own personal growth. And what happened to those girls who dated my homeboy? Was that they finally met someone, a guy who appeared to have his stuff together. And now all of a sudden you're not even ready for that relationship because you've been focusing on these guys and what they've been doing. And society tells you that guys are this, guys are that, guys are this. But where does society tell you, like this woman is saying, you need to focus on this. You need to get better in this. You need to find out what a man responds to. And society's not telling you that. And you are responsible for what's in your control. I'll give you an example of that even. I dated a girl before my wife, two years before I met my, before I reconnected with my wife. I dated a girl. She was crazy. She had her, she had some serious emotion. Like she had some issues. What's her name? Her name is Chill so, Black. No, no, no. That, that's, that's great. No. How come we could get those off? But if I said that, you would have come across this table. No, I would not have. Continue. I've never come across the table. I, I say it for effect. Just I know you it. do. I know. Don't whip it long. I know you but you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I won't go with it. Okay. Fair enough. No, but what I'm but I could easily have thrown her under the bus. But I had to ask myself a question that I could not answer or I could, but it was a tough, tough one. Yes, she was crazy. But why did you stay with her as long as you did? You didn't just find out she was crazy months down the road. You saw it early on in the process. Why did you let her get away with the crazy? Was she fine? Yeah. And there was other things that were great about the relationship as well. There's your answer. The finest ones are the fine. Well, fine. But but, they get more leeway. But, you know, there were some other things we were doing, too, that, that made it great. So, what my, 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 point, my point is... Eating at Hardee's in the morning? Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but my, my point is, is that I had to take responsibility for the things that I did in that relationship. That was in my control. I could have looked for the nearest exit the moment I found out she was crazy. But society doesn't tell women that. They just tell you, they had they get you to focus on men and the stuff that they're doing, right? Or not doing. Or not them. doing. And that's the problem a lot of people had with a Derek Jackson, who we didn't talk about last week. He was a focus of conversation. He was he has been accused of course, prior to his his fall from grace uh, of pandering to women and basically speaking to the frustration of the single black female and the shortcomings she may have in dating uh, her dating experiences. So he was he's doing what 
what she is doing? No. No. She's critical. He's he wasn't critical of the women. He, he, he was he was critical, critical of the men. men. Oh, okay. He'd be critical of the men. Gotcha. Okay. Or I, or I, critical I of women who stay with those men. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> right? So what I'm saying is is that the the there's an accountability that comes with this woman that society doesn't give to women. Okay. So of course they're gonna be triggered by what this woman is saying to them. What you got? Oh, oh, you just pointed. I okay. felt like you were asking, you raising your hand or something. No, I was just adjusting. Okay. okay. Don't do that again. <laughs> but, I, but I could add something. Go ahead. What do you think about, I guess, the fact that you think a contributing factor could be that women nowadays are raised to be independent and like not need a man. And once they try to get with a man, it's like, who's in charge? Like, Who's playing a Who? factor in that value system, though? Society. Yeah, I mean, they're telling you, you, you see it. In, it's like in the music. Mm-hmm. It's in the entertainment. It's in the movies. It's in, It's all. It's on talk shows. It's on all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. But but again, and I understand. I understand. Times have evolved. You're exposed to a world that we that our our parents and grandparents were never exposed to. So, but I don't. I feel like there's a balance between that and not deserting a lot of the values that were good within our communities. And I feel like this woman, she exemplifies that in my opinion. Yeah. That's it, huh? That's all you got. I mean, y'all are cooking. <laughs> I, I don't have much that y'all are cooking. So I mean, I just didn't know if you had anything more, I didn't want to hog it, but I, but I, I felt like, I feel like, I feel like because society keeps telling women, you know, they undermine this woman by calling her outdated and old fashioned. But she said it in the video. How has it been working out your way? You still want a man. I've got a constructive thought. What is it? There is a reason why women are being fed this. Why is that? If we're being honest, right? What you got? Well, I mean, do you think do you think if women and I'm speaking I'm just going to go ahead and say I'm speaking about black women. Okay. Of course. So socially speaking, I have to at least think that there was a point to where black women were dealing with a level of oppression. A level of elaborate. Um talk okay. to me. The Beyoncé, who run the world? Girls. Right? Okay. Where does the energy from this song come from? I don't know. Yes, you do. Uh, Please tell us. Why would women ever feel the need to be empowered? Because? Because. They must have experienced some lack of power before, right? I guess so. That social social structures may have placed upon them. Sure. Right? I, I don't have a problem with women empowerment. Like, I don't have an issue with that. I don't have an issue with that. You should feel empowered. You should. And again, I, I want my wife. You want your wife to feel empowered to do whatever she is. She wants to do. Right. 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 So you're for women empowerment. I, I'm not against that. I guess what I'm saying is society has, has begun to train women to you see extremes of it. But there's this sense of independence that 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 modern women seems seems to exude that in, that they don't really need a man. Right, that's a form of empowerment, right? It may be empowerment overload. I, I think I, I th- it can be a should, form of empowerment. Should, should women be taught that they need a man? Yes. Yeah. 
Let's talk about this. Yes, you need a man. Women should be taught that women need a man. Absolutely. Yes. What about my LGBTQIA sisters? A partner. Listen. No, no. Okay, you're, you're looking, not going to move the needle on me. Okay, so get. Yeah, okay, so you're looking for an outlier. You're looking for no, an exception. I'm not. That's no, an exception. I'm, not. I'm asking questions. That's an exception. I'm asking questions. Guess, I'm not looking for anything. Okay. What, what's the clarity? So what's the con? So again, it, you're you're talking. You you're looking at an exception to a rule. I'm when I say women need a man, I'm talking about heterosexual black women. And you started your argument with black women. That's what you were going to talk about. Yeah. So yeah, they may not feel like they, and even then, that's not even true. That's not even true in that but case. You, you two, you are two gentlemen sitting before me that believe wholeheartedly yes. that a woman, no matter the situation, a heterosexual woman needs a man in her life. One thousand percent. When you, you ask that question, you're giving you conditions. So that's what the answer you in got. a companion companionship role. Yeah. So I ask why. Why? Yeah. Because I feel like I have a difference of opinion. Well, you're fine. It's okay if you have a difference of opinion. You don't okay. have to agree with us. Okay. You can so, be wrong. Because <laughs> for real, I don't think every every heterosexual woman out here necessarily needs a man. They don't. But you do. You do. You want to know why you need a man? That's what that, I've been asking that. Two parts. You first of all, you need positive men in your life. Period. Whether it's in a father figure, We're whether it's in companionship. Can you let me talk? No. Can you let me? Let no. Okay. Because we it's set the, the stage. Your podcast. We set it's the Ronnie stage. Your podcast. He cut me off when I went LGBTQIA. I said, I said there's two parts. I said it's two parts. Then this is something that you are notorious for is not listening. What'd you say? Exactly. <laughs> Notorious for this. Even if you are, even if you consider yourself lesbian, you're not attracted to men, you do need positive men in your life. A man who can affirm you, men who can who can be supportive of you. You do need that, whether it's in the form of a father figure, a brother, or just a good guy who who values you. You need that. All right? That that handles the women who aren't looking for a man romantically. You still need examples of that. Shout out to my boy LP. He tells me all the time. Like he told me about a, a conversation he had where he's able to just talk to a woman sitting in his chair who's married to a woman and she's able to share things with him. He's able to to talk to her, speak into her life, encourage her the whole nine. Right. You don't you, you can't tell me. That doesn't mean something to that woman, a man who understands her, a man who listens to her, a man who empathizes with her. You can't tell me that doesn't mean something to her. Right. Right. Wrong. No. Continue. Because uh, I'm actually listening. OK. But I asked, is that right? I didn't hear the question. What would you say? <laughs> so the second part of it, the second part of it, and I'm going to leave after I, after this is <laughs> I hate it. I hate being here. <laughs> the second part of it for women, for women who are attracted to men. Yes, you need a man. We need women. So if we need women. Now that part I can agree with you. With. <laughs> like we need women. Like, like I don't plan on kicking it with y'all all night. Is it true? 
We need women. Like, you You need a man. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Unless you're going to play with yourself for the rest of your life. Well, why does it have to be about that? Well, it seems like... What are you, so what, is you, what do you disagree with? I just... I, I have harsh internal feelings about really parading around this narrative saying women need men. They're attracted to men. You know this is like a first world thing you're talking about, right? No, enlighten me. Where else? Take yourself, maybe go to like Asia somewhere. You think women would be like, no, I don't need a man. Asia? Yeah. In other societies. Another, other cultures. Oh, oh, so, oh, so y'all can move the needle when you want no, to. No, no, no. You, Even when we preface the conversation I, I talking said, about the black woman. I'm saying you're talking about why first you, world problems. Why are you passporting me? Like, can we stay here, please? Go right ahead. Can we? Go ahead. Let's be fair. Bring me context that correlates with this. Don't take me to so, Asia. So why are you so? Tri- and there's nothing against Asian people either. Africa. No, no, you still move the needle. Um, what I'm saying is, is that okay? Why are you triggered by that notion? Because women are still attracted to men. I know, Walker. And yes, they want but sex. It's, it's hard. And yes, they want sex. It's hard. For hey, me. they want sex. They want sex. It's hard for me. They want it. It's hard for me. They to want see it and acknowledge. A lot of the great moves that a lot of black women have done without the presence or influence of a man. Sure. So I think about that. That and doesn't think, minimize it. That doesn't. That doesn't minimize that. But I. But I have a hard. In knowing. Let that, me ask you a question. In knowing that, I have a hard time understanding how you can say all heterosexual uh, females need a man. Let me ask you a question. Women who have done things without the help or assistance of a man, if they had an option to do it without a man, you think they would choose to go without it? It depends on the woman. So you're not going to answer the question? I answered it. Okay. I'm not going to answer the way you want me to. That's good being on this side of that. I, I see why you like this so much. Okay. All right. So a woman who has a healthy male who she trusts to be around her kids who who's willing to be there to support her you think she'll tell him to kick rocks i got this because i'm strong and i'm i'm a strong but i can that, handle on my own that's that's a that's a that's a real extreme walker but i'll it's go a real you. extreme it's a real extreme but no. i'll go with you if you want me to okay I'm, that, so that's i'm making i'm road. making the question more more relevant so that you can see what i'm t- what i'm saying you think a woman because oftentimes women are doing what they have to do because they have to do it I'm saying if there is a man present in her life that is willing to be her partner, support her, help her, love her, you mean to tell me she's going to opt out of that? I'm not saying she would. I'm focusing on the term need. I'm trying to remove that from the narrative. We, we need- I'm telling you why. Why? Because I've seen a lot of women go, go on to do great things without the presence of a man. And I applaud them for it. So if they can go ahead and do things and be successful in life without a man, that makes me question the need. Derek Jackson 2.0. <laughs> so what I'm saying is. Oh, whoa. Okay. This is a good question. So when you hear, when you hear this strong black woman say, I don't need a man. What are your thoughts? Something's wrong with her. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. I'm unapologetic about that too. Something's off. Okay. 
I I immediately want to know what your relationship is like with men for you to even say that because mm-hmm. if you have a good relationship with your father, he's a man. You don't need him. Well, you know that comment is meant in a None, companionship. But listen, form. no, 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 no. That is stemming from something. Gat is my point. Okay. I don't see women who have great relationships with men saying I don't need a man. Ever. I don't. I don't. I really don't. And and my thing is, is that, yes, to your point, you're talking about achievement with women and that they've been able to do a lot of things without a man, right? All right. You're talking about achievement. Do you realize that is out of the scope of what we're talking about? I did not realize that. That is completely out. Yes, a woman can do all these things without a man. Yes, you can go to college. You can you can move up the corporate ladder. You don't need a man to help you move up the corporate ladder. You can do that on your own. But when she comes home from a world that still sees her as a black person, she wants someone to relate to. She wants someone to understand her. She wants a partner. She still wants that. Whether she says it openly or not, she wants that. Do you agree with that? Yeah. But look, you're saying she wants that. My keyword here, Walker, was need. She needs it. Okay. She needs it. Y'all move that's why, as much as you that's want That's why to. she wants I it. You, I gave you my hey, reasons for hey, thinking that hey, way. Hey, 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 hey. I want to go to the restroom. Right? I want to go to the restroom. I don't just randomly go to restrooms just to hang out. I go because I biologically need to go to the restroom. I'm saying she wants a man because God put the desire in you in you for that. She wants that. So, yes, you need a man. So you just like you need a woman. I'm not debating that. Like, that's that's fact. But once so, and, so, wants and needs are synonymous for you in this context, in this context, in this context. Now, you can go through life without a man and be fully functional. People have done it. But I refuse to believe that those people throughout the course of their life did not want that. Okay. I have a hard time. Now, there are again, there are exceptions. There are outliers. We understand that. You pointed out one of those before, and we already addressed that that's an outlier. But generally speaking, you want and need. You, you need that. Caesar Walker, look at me. Yeah. You have artfully, precisely pivoted. And I acknowledge that. So thank How you. How have I pivoted? We've gone from. I don't. I don't think wants and needs are ever synonymous in any context. They're two different terms. Okay. Okay. But you've you've so your body so narrative to weave in wants, and you're taking the focus off the need. You've ex- expertly and artfully pivoted. Tips hat. Okay. So women don't women no so in no so you understand you can acknowledge that men need a woman yeah. but women don't need men. I don't think so. Derek Jackson 2.0. So let's move on. <laughs> you should meet him one day. Y'all get along. You know what's funny? I'd never heard of this guy before y'all put it in the group text. I'd never heard of this character. And now you feel a kindred spirit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean is bogus that you would even say that what that men need women but women don't need men okay okay no i don't know I don't, well, you don't I want me to switch to you don't want to go you don't want to go bogus. there no don't dig you your don't want to go don't, don't keep digging your grave it is not good for a man to be alone next topic
What does that mean? Explain I'm just, it. I'm just, it's just, explain. It was no, that quote the scripture, like, but explain it. It's something that came to my head. Not everyone listens. Not everyone listens. Reads the Bible like that. So True. explain it. It just came to my head. So explain it. Came it. To my head. Explain it. I don't know. It means nothing. So you're not going to explain it. No, it means nothing. It just came to my head. I want. I to know share. it means nothing because you're not going to explain it. <laughs> yeah, he can edit that out. He can explain it. Yeah, like what's the point? Okay. What's the point? Prayer list. <laughs> Catch Ronnie. <laughs> <laughs> I pivot, but you don't explain nothing. Pot kettle. <laughs> anyway, um, as long as we in the same kitchen. Prayers bro. to Barack Obama's <laughs> grandmother. Prayers to Barack Obama's grandmother, Sarah Obama. Um, or prayers to Barack Obama and his family. His grandmother passed away at the age of ninety nine. Nice. Prayers to his family on that question. Have you listened to his Renegades podcast? With have Bruce not. Springsteen. Have you heard about it? I have. Dude, he talks about his grandmother so highly in this thing. So like. That kind of hits me. Hmm. Just because his grandmother meant a lot to him. He's got some great stories with his grandmother. By I the think way. that's why it's news the gotcha. way that it is. Okay. So, okay. yeah. So, prayers wow. to him in that regard. Um, what you got? Man, the family of Adam Toledo. Did y'all hear about this? 13 year old kid shot and killed by police in Chicago. Mm. So, this kid, this kid is, oh, excuse me, his mom had reported him missing. And so, the cops found him and another guy. And it's believed that the other guy was involved in criminal activity. And these two are not together, being Adam and this other 21-year-old gentleman. Mm -hmm. But it was just a situation of this kid really just being in the wrong place at the wrong time. Mm -hmm. I'm not condoning what the, what the officers did, but I know this has got to be rough, considering here we are again with police violence against. Did this just happen today or something? This happened yesterday. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so prayers to uh, his family, man. Indeed. Ten uh, people recently, past few weeks, were murdered in Boulder, Colorado. A yes. mass shooting. So our thoughts and prayers are with those connected to them. Um, did you have anybody else? That's it. I can keep going, unfortunately. Uh, mass, uh, it was a shooting at Virginia Beach last weekend um, that left multiple people injured and two people killed. Uh, one person was actually Pharrell's cousin. No way. And a female, I didn't watch the show, but DeShayla Harris of uh, Bad Girls Club. Oh. Who are you about to see? Pharrell has a cousin on this gospel show where they're building the choir or whatever. I thought that's where you were about to go. I don't know. Goodness gracious. Is this cousin a female or male? Male. Male. This guy's a male, but I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, and then I think it may have been yesterday as well, yesterday or Wednesday, um, or two days ago, uh, Orange County, Orange, California shooting that actually someone shot and killed four people and one of those being a nine year old boy. Um, so it's just, it's just been a lot in the past few weeks. Should we pray for gun control? I mean, what's, 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 what is, what is gun control? Think of all of our prayer lists items removing the obamas everything else has dealt with gun violence well sure but what is gun control i don't know that's what we got to pray for clarity on what we think gun control looks like i guess Reform. We, just, we just pray for our nation um and just i mean my, my thoughts and prayers are immediately with those affected by this like that I, I couldn't imagine um i couldn't imagine so yeah we can pray for this country and this nation with that but my thoughts are immediately with those affected by it. And gotcha. it's, it's just a bad look. Um, you got a praise report? Yeah, man. Uh, 
I don't know if I, I don't talk about it much, but um, man, I'm a huge uh, North Carolina basketball fan. I've been for a long time. And uh, yesterday, Roy Williams retired, man. Um, I know it's it's weird because he's bought three national championships at Chapel Hill, but I don't know in this. I'm not happy that he's gone, so I don't want you to take it that way. But I've had time to reflect over his career. Even got to meet him one time randomly when I was in Chapel Hill for a game. Um, but it just, just, seem, just seems to be a great guy. Seems to be a guy that knows a lot about basketball. <clears throat> excuse me. Who's accomplished a lot. So um, sure. I I think this is a praise report because now he gets to retire and he gets to at least hopefully experience some of the bliss that comes with being so successful as 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 successful as he's been. So, yeah. OK. Does that make sense? If you want to put it there, that's yeah. fine. Now, <laughs> whoever replaces him, add them to the prayer list. Lord have mercy. So I mean, so do you feel like you feel like this is him walking away from an incredibly stressful situation? Yes. And he, he said in his press conference, like, he doesn't feel like he's that dude anymore. I'm paraphrasing. He I think he said the right guy. But the game is changing. Of course, last season, Carolina did terrible, right? Well, it was COVID, so who cares? Well, yeah. And there wasn't a tournament, so there wasn't champion. But um he just he talked about how the game is kind of leaving him and a lot of points of emphasis that he brings in a coaching capacity are no longer relevant. So it's just, a, it's at a point to where I feel like when he was younger, it was easier for him to adjust to what the game was doing. And he's just come to a point to where he's like, you know what? I don't know if it's worth adjusting anymore. I'm a fade to black. I'm gonna look at these banners up here that I help bring. And I'm gonna just enjoy the rest of my life from this point out. Was and I think that's just such a great position to be in. Was health also a concern? You know, you know, Roy Williams had been struggling with vertigo for a good amount of time. But how does Roy? You know, I don't. I should. I should have had that. Um, but you know, the past two seasons in particular, he hasn't had any public bouts with that because we've seen him collapse on the court before. He's we've seventy. Seen, he's seventy. Okay, we've seen him like get up from his chair and be. Woozy. Visibly woozy or, you know, whatever. So, like, we, we've kind of categorized these as, oh, this is Roy's vertigo flaming up again. So, he, he, you know, he, he may take a game off and deal with it and come back, then he, he's Roy's back. So, to answer your question, I don't think it's all health, but I'm sure there's some element of health involved in this decision. Okay. This was an incredibly morbid praise report. Was it really? Uh Congratulations to uh, Cassie. Uh, it's his fault. He's the one that brought up health. I was trying to shed light on his illustrious. Oh yeah, career. it was much better before I said anything. Come on, Cassie. Cassie and Summer Walker gave birth to. Um, they gave birth recently. Cassie or Cassidy? Cassie. Oh. Who dated Diddy? Yeah. Yes. They each married. gave birth. She, Cassie, gave birth, and Summer Walker recently gave birth. Okay. I think Summer Walker maybe the previous week or last week or All something. Right. She's incredibly talented. So, congrats Cassie, to the them. still out on. Congrats to Jeezy and Jenny. Yes, and for getting, I saw that. They got hitched. 
Finally, um, quietly. Yeah. So congratulations to those two. They seem to be very happy. So God bless their union. Uh, let's get. Let's go ahead and just get into Dort. I don't Walker, even. I don't Walker's even ready to go. I don't even know why we do praise reports. I'm starting to really <laughs> what, question what happened. I'm starting to question why we even do because you give some morbid praise reports. Roy Williams retiring. Yes, you didn't really sell it as a praise report. It wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry for the outburst. Was it more of a prayer list? Well, I mean, was it neither? It could have been Dort. It could have been Dort. I think it's worthy of praise of this man's career being reflected upon. And then the fact that he feels like the game has passed him by. Yeah, that's that's praise. That's praise the Lord for that. To be confident, <laughs> to be confident, to have the frame of mind, to be confident, to know that, acknowledge that, and deal with that. At his age. Worthy, at his age. Worthy of praise. Okay. Um... We're at Dort. Do you want to? You want to proceed with Dort? I don't know, Walker. So you just want to trash the rest of the episode? <laughs> no. Go ahead. Oh, I'm going first. We've got a pause in construction, so we might as well go. <laughs> They're only going to kick it back up once right. we get as soon into as we it. We start to cook. <sighs> Lil Nas X. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about these bloody shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, Cardi. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's all you got. Let me show you this. Uh, can I bring this in? Go right ahead, cat. I'm really just. I'm just here. I'm so. I'm just, just here. I'm a prop. I am verbally disruptive, and I apologize. Go ahead. No, I. I I'm. I'm just. I'm. I'm on the edge about. Could this. you reach? Could you reach in the back in there and grab me some um, some bandages since I've been getting cut off this entire episode <laughs> while he talks. Get the sutures too. I've been cutting deep. And some ointment. Yeah. <laughs> you really gonna let me? I, I was. I was. No, wrong. you're on pins and I needles. Was wrong. No, for no, that. no, 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 no. You're good. You're good. I'm, I'll just. I'll continue to bleed out. Continue. Go. Lil Nas X earlier this week partnered with not not earlier this week. This happened a while ago. I think we just got wind of it. Um, he partnered with a branding company named Mischief, whose name is spelled with no vowels. Just for effect, might I add. Mischief, um, on his behalf, acquired a large set of Nike Air Max 97s, Walker? Yes, that is correct. And uh, these shoes were customized to worship satanic activity. This comes on the heels of Lil Nas X's controversial video where he is seen giving the devil a lap dance. Okay. What would you like to add to that, Walker? So, these shoes, for those who aren't aware, they are <laughs> they were set to sell and did sell out in a matter of minutes exactly six, 666 pairs. No. Okay? No. 665 pairs sold. Lil Nas X had agreed to give away the 666th sixth pair. Okay. Um... To you, <laughs> that was really pointed. Um, they were priced at one thousand and eighteen dollars. Am I good there? Yeah. And on the shoe, worry, there's, a, there's <laughs> I was just I was anticipating it. Um, there's a Bible verse on the shoe. They contain a drop of blood, 
in them. You may have said that already. No, and, and in the actual bubble part of the of the Nike shoe, they can actually put cut it out and put a drop like a drop of human blood in there. And a scripture verse, Luke ten eighteen, which basically translates out to, and he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Now, that's a play off of the music video because he's being condemned to hell in which he slides down a pole, albeit a stripper pole, all the way down to, to hell where he does a seductive dance for Satan ends up taking off the head of Satan and then putting the horns on himself. And so that video, and I read up on what it meant because I never watched this, by the way, did a lot of reading on this. So basically his, his, he did it for kids who consider themselves LGBTQ, but have been judged by, by people, mainly the Christian community. And the the point of that video was you can be free outside of anyone's box of what they deem to be acceptable for you, right? I'm paraphrasing and whatever, but that was the whole gist. But what what have been your thoughts about this whole week with him? For, for X? Yeah. He... He's mad. I feel like mad and I feel like he's mad because everything you eloquently drew out in this visual element of satire. Yeah. So he's gay. Okay. He's come out. Sure. All right. His reception to that, I don't think was as applauded as he thought it would be. Think, think about so? it. yeah, think about it. I I I um I listened to this other podcast where this uh the gentleman was saying, think about parents in this capacity, parents such as myself, who have welcomed Old Town Road into their house, who have exposed Old Town Road to their kids, right? Who, if you were to poll their kids, could identify Lil Nas X. Okay. All right. So now they're faced with this behavior. Right. Okay. okay, you're gay. Okay. As a nuclear parent, I may not be cool with that. I'm not going to say anything, but whatever. Now you're seemingly worshiping Satan. I'm not as a as a as a seemingly nuclear parent, I've got issues. Now, back what to your, what back are your, to what are your issues? I mean, obviously that he's he's doing this. Right. Right. But but it's it's almost like no 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 I'm getting too more on the parent. Let me go back to X. Let me go back to Nas X. I believe that Nas X garnered a lot of fame and fortune off of this smash hit Old Town Road. Right? No last told. No last told there, right? He even won Grammys for this song. No last told again. So if you're little Nas X, you're like, okay, these people are really messing with me. Alright? So I'm gonna go drop this whack album, which his album was terrible. And I'm going to get more comfortable and I'm going to tell the world I'm gay. Whoa. They're, they're shaved off a chunk of my popularity. I still got a lot of folks rocking with me still, but not as much as I, as I did with, with, uh, with Old Town Road. So that naturally, I think, 
would make Lil Nas X pretty angry. Hmm. This is just my thought. None of this is factual. I'm just trying to step inside the psyche of Lil Nas X. Okay. So he's gone on since he's come out of the closet. He's taken he's taken shots from uh what's the guy's name? It's, did he take shots from Takashi Six Nine? Not that I know of. I he don't was know. The guy. He anyway, he was trading DMs or whatever. This week? No, no. This was this was about a month or so ago. Oh. But like the hip hop community, some factors of it have been going at Lil Nas X, making a mockery of him solely based off his decision to come out of the closet. This was the energy he was getting in Old Town Road season. Okay. So I think this is Nas X really displaying his anger and saying, you know what? F everybody. Watch what I'm going to do next. Well, Just my thoughts. Takashi 69. It was Takashi. Okay. Okay. Um. Okay, maybe, maybe I don't know. I I think a lot of it because he has mentioned that he grew up in a very religious home, right? And I think this was basically his middle finger to a lot of Christians, right? Based and out of anger, but I I don't know if it's related to heat or okay. anything. Okay. I, I think a, I think That's a lot fair. of it. I think a lot of it. Has just been again that can get in your head a bit when when you see people judge you and Christians can be mean, right? Very very mean and harsh, right? So I think <laughs> that sounds so weird to hear. It's the truth. It's the truth. It's the truth. Let's just say it. Christians are mean, and I say that as a Christian, like like we're mean. You know what I mean? And so I think that I think that this his his way because he's still very young. I think this is just his way of acting out in a sense. And since he's come out, I'm pretty sure he has come under serious criticism. Sure. Um, because of the things you outlined, you know? And so I, I just think this is just his way of being rebellious, uh, being a rebel, trying to be a rallying cry for other young people who may be in similar situations like him. Um, so yeah, I, I think I think a lot of it has to do with that. I, I don't, I you know, my thing is I think that I think that at the end of the day, he's an artist, and as an artist, he is free to express himself the way he wants to, how he wants to, when he wants to. And as a consumer, you also reserve the right to not listen to his music if you don't agree with it. Old Town Road was about lean. It wasn't about lean. He said it. It wasn't the it wasn't the focus of the song. He tweeted Dave East back and forth this week. And he told Dave East because Dave East had an issue with what he was doing. You have a lot of kids following you. He says, Well, well, if those parents were actually listening to Old, Old Town Road, they would hear references to drugs in it. He said that. It came out his he tweeted that, that means the song's about it. You, you, I don't have Lil Nas X's number. Do you want me to call? Do you want us to, to reach out and see if we can get him to val- to verify what he tweeted? Do you want to do that, or you just want to continue, continue arguing with me? Huh? Both. Okay. <laughs> I'm just the messenger here. You ain't got to. You know, I'm just the messenger. Shh. Okay. But he basically told Dave East. 
it's the parents' responsibility to monitor what their children listen to. He's right about that. And he alluded to things being in that song. So if you're concerned about children following him, why were they listening to Old Town Road was his point. Okay. Now, Nike, Nike came out and Bad got use it. of words. <laughs> See what you did there. Nike came out and got a judge to halt. Basically, now explain this. The, the shoes had been sold. But the orders hadn't been fulfilled. They were waiting to ship out the shoes. Because the headline reads for Mis- a lot of people. Yeah, mischief hadn't, mischief hadn't boxed them and distributed them yet. Yeah. But the sale had been made. Right. I don't know how this works because I hadn't had time to research it. But the judge halted them from actually shipping right. the shoes. Right. And that's because all of the outrage that came out as a result of this. Uh, for example, you had... Candace Owens, she was going ham on Nike, Pass. holding, <laughs> holding Nike. Respond and, and listen, she has two point six million followers on Twitter, something like that. That probably don't listen to Lil Nas X. So it was a PR move for Nike more than anything. They had to step in because you have people with platforms holding Nike responsible who don't understand the custom sneaker culture. Right. Here's what I want to challenge with that. Challenge what? Just, just, I'm I'm Nike, of course. Checks over stripes. <laughs> no one asked you. <laughs> you buy my product, I sell it to you. Yeah, I'm still impacted no matter what you do with that product after I sell it to you. Sure. Okay. I'm saying I'm it's right. Impacted. Okay. I'm not saying it's right. Okay. Well, I'm not saying let, I even agree me, with. Let it. me get closer to home. Let me get closer to home. Let's say that I eventually, which I need to do, buy a war report hat. I take it and I find some clever way to praise my beloved Alabama Crimson Tide on it. Okay. Is that a reflection on you? Is that a reflection on the brand that is the what war report? What you do with it, what you do with 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 what you buy is you is your business. So why is Nike going crazy about this? I'll take it from the top. When you have people like Candace Owens, and I'm using her as an example, but there were several other people, right? When you have people saying Nike is now coming out saying that they were not a part of this collab with Lil Nas X with this type of shoe, but you still have the swoosh on the shoe. So you're responsible. And you have millions of people following you. You are an influencer. You influence how people think when you have other people with large followings saying the same thing. If you're Nike, you owe it to yourself to get out in front of that and distance yourself from that. The thing is with Nike is they've been allowing people to take shoes and customize them. That's a whole business, something that Candace clearly doesn't understand. But people who don't understand that will look to Nike as if they're behind it when Nike has no control over that. But what they can do is what they did here. They can take it to court. Which is what they did. Okay. So yes, it, it was it was it was a move that I understand you don't agree with with, but from a business standpoint, a branding standpoint, you want to protect your name. You want to protect your brand. 
And if something is out there that could potentially hurt or harm your name, you want to get in front of that. That's just good business sense, in my opinion. Only if you're on a major scale. Well, sure. I mean, if you're not on a major scale, then who who will care? I, I have a hard time believing Nike gets any real detrimental activity if they don't intervene in this case. Still swoosh. They survived Colin Kaepernick back. Thank you. Come on, man. That's all I'm saying. And I, I'm not. I'm not defending Nas. I'm not defending the satanic worship in the shoe. I was about to say, is that different though? Is this a little different? I don't know. I mean, it came from the right. I'm saying if if Nike had not intervened, they have, well, a, period, they have a period of time to where people are up in arms about it. But like I talk about often. In our American news cycle, you just got to give things a couple of days and they'll fizzle out and they'll go away. Oh, no. People tend people. I, I've seen I've seen people like that whole grudges, though, for a long time. OK, let them hold it. It's not going to stop the machine. That's it, Nike. I'm not saying that it will. I'm just saying if if you're Nike, you they they apparently they felt the need to get ahead of it this time. I know. So and I'm not saying I'm against that. I'm just saying if. OK. I get it, but again, is you do a lot of things you do to protect your brand, even if you even if it's stupid at the at, at the core of it. What you got? What's next? We gotta talk about Deshaun Watson, man. Only because we haven't talked about him before. Uh all right. What you got? I just wanna know your thoughts on it. Listeners, if you have not heard about this, Deshaun Watson. Uh, NFL quarterback, Houston Texans, has got, last I checked, and it may be different now, last I checked, 20-plus allegations of sexual assault against him, all from the same uh, massage parlor, but from different masseuses, if that's even a word. Um, This coming all on the heels of Deshaun Watson publicly demanding a trade from the Houston Texans. Here's where I think things get sticky. Houston Texans owner, I can't remember his first name, last name McNair, is very, very friendly, like on Walker Gatry level, with the attorney that's producing all of these allegations. Um, Walker, I really feel like in my heart of hearts so that this is a smear campaign against Deshaun Watson. I think, I don't, I don't know, and I, I don't take sexual assault lightly, don't get me wrong, Um He's a human, so there's definite possibility that some of this could have happened, right? Because we all fall short. Um, but I'm, I'm concerned about the timing of everything, and I'm very concerned about the, the dynamic, considering the relationship with McNair and this attorney. So this, I feel like, is a smear campaign, a scare tactic, trying to be a... Uh, McNair is the who now? He's the owner of the Houston Texans. Okay. But I say it's now Janice McNair because Bob McNair died. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's it's not it's not a female McNair. It's a male McNair. He could be son of Bob McNair. Okay. But um. But yeah, dude. When did Bob die? When did he pass? Uh, Was that recent? It's been since the inmates in the asylum comment. Really. Interesting. Janice McNair took over ownership of the Texans after her husband Bob died in 2018. Dang, that means he made that comment before then. I didn't realize that. That was more flying in. It It really is. Um, But yeah, yeah, Walker. So 
Here, here's here's my biggest thing. Here's my biggest thing because I, I have to leave the door of reality cracked open at least in this situation. Even though I feel like Deshaun Watson's innocent, let's say he's not. I don't believe in my heart of hearts he's done all of these things, but let's say he's done some. Right? What I fully expect, Walker, is the same treatment that Ben Roethlisberger got when Ben Roethlisberger had a rape situation in Milledgeville, Georgia, years ago. That's all I have to say about it. I don't know a lot about this situation, but I, I do recall on another podcast that I have heard that there is a pattern when a player is either trying to negotiate a contract that the organization doesn't want to give him or a situation like this, you usually see a scandal or something come up. So the timing of it is definitely odd. And this is, this is, there's already a precedent set for stuff like this. Has there been any hardcore evidence of such, or is it just allegation at this point? They're all allegations. If there's nothing hardcore, like no evidence about this. Yeah. And I feel like this has been going on long enough for them to have some type of evidence. Yeah. So I would think so. I'm not concerned so. about it. I know in my heart, Deshaun Watson, if this even goes any further than an allegation, he'll be exonerated. So, And he definitely wants to get out. Yes. Um, That's all I had, man. I had, I had Nas X and Deshaun. Sharon Osbourne is out at The View. Oh, goodness. This situation just gets weirder and weirder. Listen, I don't know how you feel. I want to discuss this. Let's go. She, I'll be she leaves Walker. with anywhere between five to ten million dollars in a settlement. I guess I don't know if they've agreed to it yet, but <clears> it's <throat> believed she's going to walk away with pay pretty handsomely as a result of her exit from CBS. This is all stemming from a conversation she had on uh, on the show on the View with Cheryl Underwood, where the they were. Oh, the it's the talk, the talk. Uh, on the talk, yes, yeah, not the view from the talk where um, they were discussing the situation with Megan and Piers Morgan. Did I say that right? Yep. Okay. And how she came out in a tweet supporting Piers Morgan for um, people calling him being racist and the whole nine. And so on on the talk. She got into, she got real, you know, belligerent, you know, yelling at Cheryl. She got real upset. And of course that the talk, have they even, they haven't come back yet, have they? I don't think so. So they, they have been like, the show has been on ice ever since then. Cause they were investigating and, and stuff like that. And so this week they agreed, like they, they are parting ways. Um, I'll go first. I think this is a whack. On CBS's part. I think this is whack. And here's why I say that. You can't be the talk. And punish people for talking. Mm. Like. like, And. That's one. Number two. You can't. Like. You set a bad precedent. Now. For people saying unpopular things. On TV. Who's going to want to have real talk. On the talk. At this point, like you're, you've ruined you're talking with the integrity of the show because now people can't be can't be authentic and honest. 
Thirdly, I feel that these conversations are important when you start talking about matters of race and whatnot, like these conversations are necessary. We shouldn't discourage people from having these conversations by punishing them. If they happen to be quote unquote on the wrong side of the conversation, I just don't think that's how you bring about progress. And, and if anything, that's how you cause stagnation towards progress. So I just, I just thought this was corny on CBS's part. Now I, I think that, that the conversation Regardless of outcome, it's healthy because you get these things out, right? You get things out in, in, in the open and we can deal with it once it's out in the open, but you can't discourage people from coming to the table. And then by, by doing this, I just, I just didn't agree with it. What were your thoughts? Uh, dang, you've impacted my thoughts. <laughs> uh, I guess, I guess knee jerk. I was a little supportive of CBS in this move. Because I feel like this was an attempt from CBS to just clean this up and do whatever we got to do to bring the show closer to being back on the air. Because you got to remember, if you sure if, if you're wearing that's CBS all it was. hat, yeah, if you're wearing CBS hat, it's all about money. Okay. If the show wasn't airing, that's impacting your money some kind of way. And plus, you're paying these people exorbitantly as well. I don't know if you're paying them while you're not airing, but um, but now after hearing your thoughts. I feel kind of bad about those thoughts <laughs> because you're right. You the show is called the talk. Let's talk. I, I just don't get it. Yeah. I just, I thought that it makes was, sense. I, I thought it was, I thought it was corny. The whole, I was like, I know they're not going to fire this woman. I know they're not going to fire this woman. They parted ways. My goodness. Like, you know what I mean? And yeah, she's being paid handsomely for it. But did Sharon learn anything from that? She did not. And that, that's the thing. You're robbing you're robbing the host of the show the opportunity to really talk this thing through. And, and you, you can also set an example for how racial reconciliation is handled. Yeah. And my thing is, like, you're not allowing, like, people are now going to be afraid to be on the wrong side of an argument now. Because in this case, CBS gets to determine what the wrong side is. Yeah. Like, I just, I just, I just... You know, well, I, again, I feel that I, I thought that there was a the conversation. It was necessary. It was necessary. They didn't get much done there. It, a spectacle was made of how it how it played out, and of course, that's what led to her 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 now her exodus. But it's yeah, man. I just feel like you can't step on it after it's done. Like, I feel like if anything, that would draw more listeners because now people want to hear, you know what I mean? Like, I, I just feel like you, you have to create. And again, I think that's the whole that's the problem with having a lot of cooks in the kitchen. When you you have a show like that, that's produced by a major network, you got people you got to satisfy and. It's just it becomes a business type deal and it, it, it loses authenticity in that regard. So I just, you know, my eh, whatever. Maybe she'll end up on the red table talk. They're not talking to her. You think she'll end up here? Maybe she'll end up on the view. White table talk. <laughs> Nothing. All right. I'm giving my best material, Walker. Don't give up. <laughs> Don't give up. Um, Derek Chauvin's trial is underway. How'd you miss this? I didn't miss it. I'm just, I've been avoiding it. Why? Why? Let me answer the question first. Discuss. 
Lance Walker, I just feel really drained, drained oh. and eerie about this. Why? Walker, I was asking Gatry. a friend of mine this this morning. Gatry. How do you form a defense for Chauvin? How? Someone has to defend him. Have you have you assessed the angles upon which they're taking? Yeah, I have. I have. And for those of you who aren't who aren't aware, Chauvin's attorneys claiming that Floyd died. I mean, this is things that we heard in the media, and this ain't nothing new under the sun. We've he heard it one before. Thing, courtroom is to- something totally different. Well, it's the courtroom. It makes me sick to my stomach, man. Claims that Floyd died from a drug overdose. That he had drugs in his system and has had. Uh, Consistent health issues. And that fully warrants a, an officer putting their knee on his neck for nine minutes and 29 seconds. Apparently, apparently that's the remedy. Now, well, listen. So if I ever, if I ever, if I'm ever out here OD'd on drugs, I deserve to die. Well, what again, the def- no, that's not what the defense is saying. The defense is saying is that Floyd has the supernatural, superhuman ability to survive an officer having his knee on his neck for eight plus for eight minutes or so. It's just that his body wasn't able to handle the drugs in his system afterwards. That makes sense, right? Had he been clean. Yeah, he would, he would have been clean bill of health, clean bill of health. If it's not from the drugs, that's why you should say no to drugs, but the police on his, on his neck, semantics, semantics. Listen, what I will say here is that this is why I could never be a defense attorney. Amen, brother. I don't know how you sleep at night. Look at yourself in the mirror knowing you have to come out and put together a defense for scum. I don't know how you live with yourself. And I guess you got to do something. Yeah, I mean, you, you can turn it down, but at, at the same time, it's like I'm pretty sure there's a lot of cases out there like this. You know, is lawyer sounds like an amazing, like I just I just had to do corporate like law and stuff like that. Like you know what I mean? I, I don't think I could be a a defense. Don't you? Because there's just some people I'm like you piece of crap. You know how emotional I am. Could you imagine me in the courtroom defending something like this? Hey, you're on a look. Check it. He did this. Y'all all saw it. We rest our case. <laughs> Throw the book at this jerk. So there's been a lot of testimonies. Um. It's looking what? bad. It's what? looking bad out there for you, boy. You think so? You still you still jaded, huh? There there is a huge part of my soul that can visualize Derek Chauvin walking away from this unscathed. But it's because you're That's jaded. an element of conditioning. Okay. So you acknowledge that you are jaded in yeah, that regard. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then as I've talked about before, I can't get too high. No matter how the testimonies are going, I can't get too high emotionally. I ain't saying I ain't saying get high. I'm just saying it's oof. that's those are another two bad words to use here in this context. Do you think before you say these things? Terrible choice of words, Walker. Shout outs. <laughs> Walker. Shout out Jawan Howard. 
You remember Jawan Howard from the Fab Five Walker? No, who's that? Michigan basketball greatness. Who's that? Jawan Howard is currently the coach of the Michigan basketball team. Is it University of Michigan or Michigan University? Wolverines. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Is it UM? UM. Okay. Jawan Howard is currently the coach of University of Michigan basketball team. If you've been watching Mar- March Madness, you know that Jawan Howard took this team relatively deep in the tournament and lost by a, by a matter of points. I mean, he had this team playing really well. What I'm shouting him out for is uh, just – well, not yesterday, but he was recently <laughs> named AP National Coach of the Year. What's dope about this, Walker, is this is his first season at the helm at Michigan, right? I love stories like this. We know him from the Fab Five days. He comes back to his alma mater, gets them successful immediately. It's just it's, just, it's a good feeling to me. And he's, he's, he's a black guy, too, so that adds... That adds even more sauce to this whole flavor for me. But wait, there's more Walker. He guided this Michigan basketball team to a 23 and 5 record, along with winning the Big Ten Conference title. He was also awarded the Big Ten Coach of the Year Award. I've been a fan of Jawan Howard since he was wearing 25. I think this is great. Definitely want to shout this shout this man out. Excuse me. My shout out goes out to one Terrence Jenkins. TJ. Known as and many as Terrence J, former host of BT's 106 in Park, who's now going on to be an actor and do other things. He has teamed up with a black owned bank by the name of First Boulevard, I believe. And they have a project called Project Tassels, which basically it's a video series that deals with money management topics and it targets students at HBCUs and it's teaching them things on uh, building credit, saving money, um, budgeting and the whole nine. And uh, of course, they feel like this project will help fund money back into the black community Uh, empowering these students so that when they get out of college, they're able to make better decisions, which will set them up for future success even more. Um, Of course, it's it's widely believed that our generation and beyond will start to become one of the first ones that will die with debt or student loan debt. So what this project is designed to do is to combat that by teaching them certain life skills that will help to rectify that issue in that situation so want to shout out terrence J and uh first boulevard uh black owned bank for basically taking this initiative to give back and empower the students for for the future walker player of the week you ever been to Derby, Kansas? No, never okay. been to Kansas. I'm about to take you. Buckle up. This is an old town road we're headed to. Headed to. Okay. Breathe, Walker. It's okay. I got Arnthea Willis. Who is she? She's the pride of Derby, Kansas. Walker, we, we've settled into April by the time this recording has gotten out, right? Not really. Still early April. Um... I don't I don't know how to I don't know how to 
draw the, let me just get, get straight to it. So, you know, it is customary in this wicked nation of ours to usher in April with April Fool's jokes, right? Of course. Why not? So Arthia, wanting to capitalize on this great American tradition, thinks to herself, what could I do this year to really put me over the top for April Fool's? So she rings up her local 911 emergency services. She says, help. My daughter has been shot. Send everybody. I'm scared. This woman's 58 years old, by the way. So the police do what they do. They're dispatched. They come out. Guns drawn. Searching the premises for the shooter of Arthea's daughter. After a lengthy rescue, not rescue, after a lengthy search ensues. The lead cop on this case gets a little curious. So he approaches Arthea, asks her a series of questions to help identify who the shooter is so they can apprehend him and also help her daughter who should be wounded, right? At the very least. Okay, go ahead. So after this series of questions, Arthea says, you know what? Y'all got me. I don't even have a daughter. Nobody's got shot. April Fool's. Why aren't y'all laughing? This is April Fool's joke. Joke's on you. So, the joke was definitely on Arthea. <laughs> she was immediately <laughs> taken into custody. <laughs> it booked, jailed for unlawful request of emergency services. Drum roll, please. She's facing two years <laughs> in local jail in Derby, Kansas. You idiots! Well, she's a fool. <laughs> Speaking of April Fool's jokes, mine, my player of the week goes out to Pamela Cisco of a high of Ohio. She texted her sister who works for an assembly plant known as Navistar. Um, in Spring, Springfield, Ohio. She texted her sister or she called her sister and said that the guy was fired yesterday and had come back to the facility with a gun. And so basically, uh, yes, yeah, she says that she texted her. No, she actually texted her sister that an active shooter was at a plant. Right. So of course her sister freaks out and, you know, tells everyone. And so the, the building goes on lockdown. Right. So, of course, there is no shooter. They find out that it's her sister. She gets charged with disrupting public service and including panic for April Fool's joke. Unclear of, of how much time she's facing, but best believe she's facing some time. Gotta love this time of the year where there's an April Fool joke that goes a little bit too far. Khaled, what does she do? Congratulations, you played yourself. Yeah. Walker, we we saw, and I'm sure you did too, we saw some pretty good April Fool's jokes. Yeah. I don't understand what's in the heart of a man or woman in this case, in these cases to want to take this up, up to this type of notch. 
I don't get it. Like it's okay. It's okay. I'm fine with you. April fooling me. And they got me a little bit about in and out burger potentially coming to Birmingham. Like you can get me there. Sure. UAB can even get me and say, Hey, we you agree believe to a home and home. I'm a stand about in and out burger. And I don't even eat red meat. But it was one of those situations to where I saw the headline. <gasps> Forgot so, what day it was. So in and out burger is going to leapfrog Atlanta. From no, t- from, no, from no, Texas. no, what? no, no, no. In and out burger established in California. They're, they're working their way from west to east. They don't leapfrog anybody. We're in position. Okay. As you can see. Where are they now? The furthest east they are is in Texas, but they're based out of California. I didn't ask where they were based out of. I said they're going to leapfrog Atlanta. No. From Texas. They're working their way east. Sure. We're the only reasonable destination for Okay. They got you, though. Yeah, I mean, you look at the picture, it's a cookout with the. I mean, okay. God, you got me. But, uh, you know, UAB does it every year. Is that, oh, Alabama's going to play us home and home. <laughs> and they get you every year? No, they don't get me because they do it every year. And I'm just kind of like, oh, okay. But these are like, these are like aimless April Fool's jokes, right? Sure. I just don't know what possession. Auburn you said they was going to plink the field blue. Right. Yeah. Stuff like that. I just don't understand what takes what what's in the heart of a man to say, "Oh, I'm going to take this to a lawful level." I don't get it, but that's I think why DJ I'm Quick here. got and he got a lot of backlash too because he faked his death. DJ Quick did. Yeah. I this think year, it, I think it was Quick for April Fools. This year. Yeah. Yesterday, dude. Oh, I, did, I, I missed that. I thought Roy Williams was April Fools for a long time. Since it was announced. Oh, really? I was just waiting because they said his press conference was at 4 30. And like when they actually had one, I was like, whoa. <laughs> and I was still kind of like, he's going to April Fool us at 3 2. No, he's gone. <laughs> Raise report. He really gone. No. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, what? You put that, that, what you what you knowing me for? What are you knowing me for? I know you for being a very aggravating individual. That's what I know you for. Are you looking at a mirror? Any chance? Take us home, Walker. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with at least one of your friends who you know like similar content. As always, you can find us on social media at the THA Tipping Point. You can find us there on Instagram as well as Twitter, even though we don't tweet that much. You can also visit our YouTube page for videos and. I think that's it. Please like and sub- please subscribe to us on whatever streaming platform you listen to this on. We will greatly appreciate it. It helps us out a ton. And it, where's my organ? I want my organ as we close us, uh, us out. Please give me my organ. May the Lord watch between thee while we're absent one from another. Go in peace. Have a safe, productive week. And as always... I am Caesar Walker. That guy over there is Ronnie Gatchery, and we are the Tipping Point Podcast. Thanks again for listening. Mm-hmm.